All right. Happy mm-hmm. Sunday to you all. Today it is April. No, it's May the 1st of May. May 1st. All right. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the May Day. All the birds. <laughs> and uh, happy Sunday to you all. We will be here for the Sunday morning with the Elohim. And also the Ra group will join in. Thank you all for being here. And when I am unable to get on the console. Hang on. Um, hang on, hang on. You know, this is a meditative show. So if you hear long pauses, it means we're going into a meditation. And um, and um, hang on, just one second. Welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. Roger in Austin. Welcome, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, hi Roger. Hi, CJ. Hi, hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi. Hi, Roger. Hi. The first time today, about half an hour before the call, I was feeling the energy come in. Someone else join in on the phone line. Welcome. to free to say name and location. Hi, Cecil in the Great Northwest. Welcome, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, family. Hello, Another beautiful phone line people. join in. Welcome. Say hello, Joel. Hi, Joel. Hi, Joel. Hey, see that? Could you do me a favor, please? Yes. Could you could you put Healing me on the healing list? list? <laughs> yes. Now, what For would the you fact like that I have, uh, I woke up a couple of weeks ago with peripheral neuropathy and could not feel from my knees down or my shoulders down, so I really can't oh, type right now. Okay. Oh no! Is it Joel who talks and types for a living? Not a good thing. Yeah. Oh, Is it Joel? No. Is it Joel? What? Yeah, I uh, I woke up one week and I my email I was told my corporate email was blacklisted. The next week I woke up and my corporate email was corrupted beyond recoverable. And then the next week I woke up and I couldn't feel my arms and my legs. So, working through it. It's been about three weeks. I've got acupuncture and massage therapy, a life machine, and all kinds of. Uh, Vitamins and nutrients. So, you know what might work is a is a, is a uh, violet ray. Which one? Violet ray. I'll take that off. I'll take that off cuff and you know talk to you. Let me know what that. Email about. me. Email me and, okay. and, and say, let's talk to me. Okay. Okay. Hey, have you tried magnesium oil? Yes, I've been doing uh, uh, high doses of magnesium, high doses of alpha-lipoic acid, uh, time-released with biotin, 
as long mm-hmm. as well as taking uh I had two doctors recommend a neem compound and um lots of other things. Zinc and quercetin and the work. Mm-hmm. Happy Tuesday, Good morning everyone. It's M and M in Nebraska. Hi Mike and Mary. Hi Mary. Well I keep asking, plain or, or peanut? Peanut butter. <laughs> sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes, though. <laughs> or the crispy M&M. There you go. Mm-hmm. Whereabouts in Nebraska are you? Are you Carney or Eastern? You, uh... Eastern. One of my good friends is from Kearney. Been a while since there. My, I got pulled over there. <laughs> pulled over in Nebraska. I was going to a, a funeral, uh, and uh, I was doing. He pulled me over, and he said, "Clocked you at 109." He said, "Where are you going in such a hurry?" And I said, "Well, I worked all day, and I drove all the way to Nebraska to attend a funeral the next day." And he said, "He was a good man. You have a good evening." He walked away. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my." <laughs> Some luck. <laughs> Actually, what I said though, he said, I clocked you at 109. Where are you going? And I said, Good thing I was slowing down. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> I was doing about 120. <laughs> Cadillac CTS with the lower star system. <laughs> that was funny. That, that sounds uh, like you a huge feature. Mm-hmm. He told me I was the second one that night going to the funeral. There's about 800 people, man. So, he's a guy who worked on the atomic, pro, atomic bomb program. It's a war hero. Wonderful human being. One who really cared about the little guy. And everybody recognized it. Now, we're, we're waiting for Terry. And Terry was calling up a storm. Are you here? Okay. Hi, Terry. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Are, you, are, you, are, you, are you under control? Well, it's better right now. I'm just uh, kind of cough <clears throat> She's been coughing this yeah, morning. Yeah, it's better right now. Better. Is it a recall? Do, do, do you have a nebulizer? Do I have a nebulizer? Yeah, I do. Okay, I was going to say. You should try the uh, pose of the lion yoga position. There's a certain position that I'm in when it's better, when I, it, uh, the coughing's better. There's the pose of the lion. If you, I, I don't know what's causing your problem, but if it's throat-related... It's totally related. Yeah, try it. Look, look up Pose of the Lion after the call. Okay. My dad, he always says a shot of brandy works for that. <laughs> <laughs> for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Others are you a tablespoon of honey. Honey's supposed to be good. Okay, hi. 
Yes. I believe I'm on the console here. Yeah, I'm on the console, okay? Hmm. So put the day of the week and the name of our source, okay, with no space. And you should get in. Try it. Okay? Right. Did you get it? Sure. Did you understand what I said? Give me a moment. And uh, Jerry's here. No, 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 no more conversation. All right? No more conversation. Well, I'm putting Joel, I'm putting Joel into the healing list. I need to know which um, area he's from. Chicago. Chicago. Is it, is it Chicago? Oh, that's good. Thank you. Okay. So, Terry? Yeah. You think you can do it? Well, we could try, you know. And you know, maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe you should go into the back room. Okay. Uh, which I'm in the bedroom. The back room, you know. I don't know where the back room is. <laughs> the only other room with a bed in it. The living room. Yeah. Well, let me try it here because I'm calm down right here. All right. Okay. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, it's all right if she coughs once every 20 minutes, but she was coughing up a storm uh, this morning. <clears throat> and, you know, her energy is, is pretty good. It's getting better. And what? The, the cough or your energy? The energy. Yeah. And here we go. Okay. So let's let's start the recorder, Harris. Um you know I'll do it. I don't know. Never mind. Mind. I still can't get in. The recording has started. This is May first, two thousand twenty two. Winfrey and Terry Brown in Sedona, Arizona, and everybody everywhere. And this is our Sunday morning with the Elohim conference call. And every Sunday we have a discussion or a question and answer session with a source, an intelligent source that speaks to me through my partner. And we ask, we just ask them questions. They don't lecture um, unless there's a lecture.
are we muted? Hello? So 
something to help you. Put it in the replay. I can't get on. <laughs> we hear you. <laughs> Betty, we hear you, honey. Hey, Terry. Hello, Betty Brown. Hello? We can yes, hear you. We hear you. You can hear me? Yes. Yeah. No need to dial in anymore. Interesting. Every time when you dial in, then you get a second line, and then it starts uh, bouncing, uh, echoing. Feedback. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just keep this line open. Yeah, right. you sound great. Now we need to find when. <laughs> Is one there? No. no. You dropped off. Hmm. Can you knock on his door? Oh, let me go and find one. All right, thank you. This is always an adventure. Hello? Yes, there man. you go. Could you hear everything I just said? No, no. we lost you like 10 minutes ago. Terry, are you, are you here, Terry? She's coming to find no, me. No, she was going to get you. I'm on, Terry. Well, you can hear me now, right? Yes, we can. All right. I am sorry. Sundays are our most difficult calls. For some reason, the energy is the highest, and it causes everything to break down. And I did a whole introduction to my talk, and nobody heard it. <laughs> And I didn't know there was a problem until I said, Terry, are you there? I didn't hear anything. And I said it again, I didn't hear anything. And then I looked and saw I was disconnected. Okay? So I'm sorry about that. And probably everyone on BBS hung up already. And uh, <laughs> at least our regulars have become aware of what happens on a Sunday, you know? In any case, in brief, what I said was, I was going to talk about DNA again. We've had at least three other discussions on DNA, and DNA is the building block, the blueprint for your body. And for your All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. And when you're born, your DNA is programmed with a multitude of information. First of all, your past life information. Second of all, the position of all the planets and your astrology. Third of all, your parents and more. So plus probably your height, your race, your intelligence, 
your emotional qualities. Mm. It kind of mirrors the soul. And it changes. And it changes according to the vibrations that it takes in. And the key to evolution on this planet is understanding the evolution of DNA while you're in a body. What causes it to change? What causes it to help you become who you want to be? Everybody on this planet is on an evolving path, whether they know it or not. Whoever you think you are is just your best expression in the moment. And that will change. Otherwise, we'd never grow up. We'd still be children. Otherwise, we'd never break down barriers. We'd be frozen. And we're not frozen. And the DNA is one of the things that causes us to change or that we cause the DNA to change and then we become different because the blue and on that note, we're going to call in our sources and when we communicate now, we have a combination two groups there, the Elohim group and the Ra group. And uh, I, I tell people, don't believe they are who they say they are. When your audio... I mean, traditionally... When we cannot hear you. Your, your audio... When... When? Can I ask? When we can't hear you. You can't hear me, right? You faded out. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. How long was there? I could hear you, Cecil, when you said that. Actually, the problem is my Bluetooth shut off, and I'm having a problem now between my phone and Terry's phone with her Bluetooth. And either her is overtaking mine or mine is overtaking hers. And uh, if, if it keeps happening, I'll just go on my speaker phone, okay? So, well, right now you're okay. Yeah, but this is the second time it went out. And I can keep talking, and I don't know it's gone out. And Terry, are you on... Hello, Terry. Hello, Terry. Terry? Cecil, you hear me now? I hear you. Yes, we can hear you. You can hear me. Where did Terry go? 
one. I'll tell you, it'd be a mess, but we're worth it. <laughs> so just hang in there until we start getting stabilized. Hang on, hang on. Terry, where are you? I don't hear you. You're not on the call. Weren't you just on? Yeah, but... Are we calling in again? Well, are you on? Let's hear it. How did, you, how did you use it? This service is provided at Access code accepted. There are 22 participants in the conference. The recording has started. Started.
we see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now, and we're about to hear a voice that is a conglomerate of two of the major group souls. We could call them oversouls relating to our planet. One of them is the Council of Elohim, and the other one is the Ra group. The Elohim is higher in the matrix or the dimensions of the universe. It's the highest. And the Ra group is lower in that matrix. The Ra group is composed of individual souls that had bodies in this realm and graduated or got off the wheel of reincarnation. And they have certain wisdoms that the Elohim group cannot access directly because they never had bodies. They don't understand the challenge of having bodies and being in this realm and graduating. And I, I should rephrase that. They do understand it because they've learned things vicariously. But they don't understand it in the same way as all of us are in this situation. We're in this realm. Sometimes we don't like it. Sometimes we wish we were somewhere else. And we don't understand the process. The God group understands the process as they went through it. So do we have our sources present? Yes. <clears throat> the good channel is I the one initiator. We take a moment and we would like to say that we are not the whole of the Elohim and we are not the whole of the Rob group. We are a special task uh, group that is set to uh, be ascribed to take down what happened, to be able to make connections, translations into languages that uh, might not be known and uh, need to be accessed. And we call in different aspects of uh, the Elohim and the Ra group, uh, depending upon uh, information that is needed that may be uh, particularly their bailiwick. So, um, we're a loose-formed group that works together very uh, seamlessly 
to be able to make connections. We're like a a telephone switchboard, and uh, we can understand what's coming in and uh, connecting up with any aspects of Jelohim or the Wild Group or other groups that are able to provide the information that is uh, that you are seeking. Mm-hmm. Now, the first question I wanted to ask, do individual Elohim souls evolve? They probably are in constant state of learning because they're... What was the question? Do you evolve as individuals? When your oh, volume definitely. is very low. You're fading, man. Do you evolve as individuals? Yes, we all evolve. And do you have anything comparable to DNA? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the brow group does. Um, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Um... Uh, we might have some uh, silence that helps us uh, direct to, to direct in the correct ways. Mm-hmm. To direct our energies in the correct ways. And what's what's the form of that? Uh, it was understandable because it's not. Anything that is of the earth realm, obviously. It is a um, a set pattern, so that energy feeds in and uh, is routed in the proper ways. Mm-hmm. Now, the raw group is a group of graduates that had bodies on in this realm. And obviously, the raw group had some form of DNA when they had their bodies. And do they still have a residual of that DNA in their higher level? In their memory, yes. Mm -hmm. And does it change? Is it something that changes, or is it more fixed? It changes with evolution. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And is that the raw group that's answering us now? It's a combination of the raw and Elohim. Okay. We're switching so, back and forth uh, fast. Okay. okay. Now, we are here as humans on our planet, and we do have DNA. And our DNA... Yes. Is you it, have a miraculous body. Yes. And the DNA, as I understand it, is constantly interacting with the vibrations that the body is in the midst of. And it's constantly Yes, changing. it is a uh, connection, accessing... Uh, 
the uh, connections that are needed uh, for the uh, person to interact with this environment. Yes. So if a person is living somewhere that has a very contracted energy, and if they're in a job that has a very contracted energy, the DNA is going to reflect that. Yes? It will. It will help them out. It will help him do his jobs. And when he leaves that job, the DNA will shift. It's shifting all the time, yes. And if a person has a relationship with someone, both of them are going to be tremendously impacting each other's DNA, I would assume. Is that correct? It will align with the areas of their track uh, that suit the interaction. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, when one finds themselves in a circumstance where they're feeling contracted, what can they do to uncontract themselves? I mean, obviously, once they... It depends. It depends upon the reasons for the contraction. I mean, it can be environmental. Uh, It can be... um, government mandates that have changed the pattern of how a person interacts. Um, It depends on what is causing the contraction. It can Mm -hmm. be uh, the uh, prohibition of free speech. And how does one, if one starts to look at themselves and they come to the conclusion, I'm in, I'm in a contracted situation, what can I do to help me uncontract? Now, I do believe when people come to these calls, they get an opportunity to potentially shift their DNA because of the energy that's on the call. Is, is that correct? Everybody's in a contracted situation when they're in a body. Mm-hmm. And they also have, in addition to the contracted outer circumstance, they also have the circumstances of their being brought up by two parents when they're totally open and they're being very programmed by all the energy patterns of their parents. Yes. Is that correct? And in fact... Well, it's the environment that they grow up in and it's bigger than just the belief of the parents. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's the environment, there's the climate, there's the um, 
the media, there are all the factors. Consider it together, and what you get as a result is a hologram. Yes. And they're also programmed. The DNA is programmed by the universe as a whole. In other words, the the vibrations of the planets, which is sometimes defined by astrology. Yes. The DNA is taking all of this into account. And the vibrations of even the galaxies. Yes. Yes. That's correct. So we have all these six things that have programmed us. And we want to evolve. We want to access higher dimensions. The universe will present the next step Mm -hmm. to you. So if if you're facing some difficulty, then this is the next step to give you some lessons. Okay. And what is the relationship of the DNA with what we call the soul? The soul complex is made up of things such as um, the um, DNA, the um, memory, operational memory. Um, it's all part of the soul complex that um, the soul operates out of life after life. Mm-hmm. And there's two strands. That inter- I mean, the, the picture of DNA is two helix... um, two spirals that are intertwined with each other. Uh Does that actually um, coordinate with what the DNA actually is? It is uh, spinning and it is um, keeping the uh, soul complex in balance. And these two spinning helixes, I think they're called helixes, are, have subdivisions in them which I forget what they're called, is a scientific name, and there's enough subdivisions so that there are millions of possibilities. Obviously, there has to be millions of possibilities, billions of possibilities even, to account for all the different ways that people are. Am I am I correct on that? 
the holographic input, each holographic input, the past experience, the training of the parents, the past life, the fight he had with his wife, it all feeds into the current hologram that he operates in. Mm-hmm. And if someone has attachments, they're affecting them. I would assume those attachments are affecting the DNA as well. Yes. And remember, all of this is in a constant state of change. Every yes, moment. Yes, and we point out something. Let's say that a person has a, a, a strong attachment and uh, that operates as even an alternative personality. That when the person goes into it, he assumes uh, all the role of the other personality. So the body then operates in accordance with the setup, the, the DNA, and uh, the hologram they can put up the uh, alternate personality. So the alternate personality, when it goes into it, he may not have diabetes. But then when he... Um, leaves or um, diminishes himself, then he has diabetes. So the operation of the body is um, in some ways run by the uh, an attachment that may be present. Can be. Mm-hmm. And if a person becomes aware of this, when the other entity takes control, they have no power over They it. don't usually have uh, memory. They usually don't. They just mm-hmm. know... There's Before one, they didn't have diabetes, and now they do. Yeah. And when when the, when the entity takes over, and there can be more than one entity, but when the entity yeah. takes over, there is uh, one entity doesn't necessarily remember what the what the other entity. It, very often doesn't, yes. Yeah. So one comes in, and then the other comes in, and I think... And they're like different in, people. They don't remember. In, in psychiatry, I think they call that schizophrenia, correct? Well, it, that leads into it, yeah. Yes. So, this is one of the dilemmas of being in this realm in a body, one of them. And, um... It is simply how it works. Yeah. 
cell work. And the DNA is like a constantly programmed computer chip. Right. And it's constantly changing. Right. And according to the need. According to the need, yes. Yeah. And the DNA is connected to the soul. Because when you die, your DNA imprint travels with the soul to the next body. It's part of your soul complex. Yes. So the DNA, you would think of DNA as something physical. And I believe it is physical in this realm because I think they can take pictures of it. They can analyze it. Which was, am I right? The DNA is physicalized? Uh, it does leave in print, yes. I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Could you say that again? There is a connection between physicalized and unphysicalized environment. Right. Is it kind of like the Heisenberg principle of particle wave theory? No. No, not like that. But it, it definitely has a non-physical aspect to itself. The Heisenberg principle uh, at the base would apply, but it's just part of it. Okay. And if you have two, two beings occupying the same body, do you also have two souls? Are they all both becoming aspects of the same soul? You can have two souls. And you can have more than that, actually, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. And each soul has its own DNA. It's part of it. Yes. It's part of its soul complex. It's memory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, when one starts some kind of spiritual practice, if it is a legitimate spiritual practice, then I would guess that that can shift the DNA. Like that can shift the DNA. I would say into the spiritual practice, the DNA, keep sync with everything. I have this idea, and I didn't hear it from you, but and I, this part I did, that the first seven strands of DNA, 
approximately correspond to the first seven chakras. And the next five strands correspond to energies outside of the body. Yes. Is that true? Uh, we would need to investigate this. Okay. But definitely the meridians within the body connect with the higher realms, connect with the stellar sources, the other aspects of the universe, uh, and these meridians run through a person and helps orient uh, in the world he lives in. So I have this idea, and let's go into spiritual teachers, etc. It is a spiritual teacher has certain chakras open that their student doesn't have, there will be an exchange of energy where the student may learn to open that chakra and it will program their DNA. Is that somewhat accurate? Yes. Yes. And so... Most people are working on their heart chakra. So when you have a circumstance that opens your heart chakra, then you're impacting your DNA. Yes. You're interactive. Mm -hmm. Now, how does this impact the two souls? Okay. If one soul is not focused in, it doesn't impact them. So it'll only impact one of the souls. It would only impact what was uh, focused Mm on. So if a person does have that circumstance of two souls occupying their body or more, I mean, it's very possible that there can be more, then there's not an easy way to remedy that situation, is there? It depends. might be very easy. Each circumstance is different. Could you give an example? You're talking about hypothetical examples here. Well, maybe you could give me an example where someone did something to remedy that situation. All right. We give you the example of a girl who in her past life was a Nazi SS trooper. And as this incident evolved, she captured a, a victim uh, better than, and uh, 
brutally murdered him. And as she did, the uh, the victim vowed that he would destroy yes, his officer. So the victim died and glommed on to the SS officer. And the SS officer eventually died and came back as a person. And he is a person was uh, now in this life a lovely girl. But the um, victim was glommed on to the heart chakra of this now formerly SS officer, now lovely girl, was glommed on to the heart chakra, bowing to destroy everything that uh, the uh, SS officer, now young girl, did in a new life. I was quite successful at destroying everything. So the young girl now uh, was trying very, very hard to figure out how to have a nice life and kept getting this dark um, uh, uh, shadow over everything declaring everything she did would be a failure. So there was set up a talk talking to that victim saying you would be much happier to just go and have a life instead of trying to destroy this girl. And you will be much happier. And as a result, the um, the victim left the young girl, and the young girl suddenly could do the things she wanted without problems or interference, and. The, uh, the victim went off to establish a constructive life, and it worked out good for both sides. When you're talking about the victim, you're talking about the Nazi, correct? The victim was the um, resident that was murdered. By the Nazi. Okay. The young girl. The young girl was the victim. No, you better listen to the story again. You have a lifetime where there is a Nazi officer, and he goes into a town and grabs a man and brutally murders him. And the victim, being brutally murdered, his soul leaves his body and glomps on to the Nazi officer and says, I'm going to 
destroy this man's life no matter what he does ever. And so he's glommed on to the heart chakra of the SS officer. Now the SS officer is reborn as a lovely girl in a different culture and decides that they want to have a beautiful life. Now they have this um, victim that had been killed in the past life, glommed on to the former SS officer, now lovely girl. Now, the victim who is the former victim, um, German victim, now is still glommed on to the German officer who is now the lovely girl. And the lovely girl tries her best to make things go right, and everything is covered with dark shadows and failure. So the remedy here was to talk with the victim, the German victim who was killed in the last life that had now vowed to destroy the life of the SS officer who was now trying to have a life as a lovely girl. I get it. Yes. So now the uh, victim, the German victim, uh, decides, well, yeah, this is ridiculous. I'm just having a terrible life here. And went off to have a constructive life, this life, Setting the former SS officer, now lovely girl, free from her past karma, and now she's able to operate freely without interference from the retribution of the German victim that, as the SS officer last night, he killed. This is now, a real story. Now, you know what? I don't know if you guys are following that, but there's a huge amount of knowledge of how things work in there. And I would assume if you have two souls occupying the same body, and one of them catches a disease and dies... And the other one has to die as well, of course. Yes? Well, there aren't any has-tos here. I mean, it can work out all sorts of ways. Well, is there one primary soul in a body, you could call it the host soul, and the other is the secondary At some point, the former Nazi chose 
I believe it was the Nazi who chose to incarnate and become a little girl. The new the girl, yeah. And the other one was just a hitchhiker. Was just a hitchhiker uh, dedicated to destroying the uh, soul of the first one. Now, in that kind of situation, could the hitchhiker who decided, I want to go into this body and been the primary motivator for the next life? No, because the... The, the German victim had already decided that the SS officer had won and was creating victimhood and was fighting against it, so that's at the format. Mm-hmm. So when somebody had something like this going on for them, they might identify it as a curse. Everything I do goes wrong or something like that. They very well could. Yeah, and um, it kind of is, is a curse. We, we know somebody in our group that has had that happen to them, and it just felt like a curse, and Terry helped them get through it. And um, Yes, there's been a number of people with curses that have come forward and asked for help, and uh, when you clear the curse, and uh, the problem clears. Mm-hmm. But somebody has to come in and talk to the abuser. We'll call them the abuser, the one who is uh, dedicated to giving trouble to the main trouble. Well... Somehow the abuser uh, comes to his senses and says, "Uh, this is ridiculous. And there was another situation where um, there there was an army officer who destroyed a um, tribe, an Indian tribe. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... uh, one of the Indians decided, I'm going to do retribution on this army officer, and I am going to make him pay back, and I'm going to destroy his life, and I'm going to get him killed, and was um, having a dark shadow over the, the person's new life. And so uh, our group, the Elohim, we got together and talked with with that uh, Indian and said, said, you've abandoned your tribe. Your tribe's trying to survive. And... You've abandoned your tribe now. Now this this poor army officer in this life isn't doing a thing. And and you're just following them around. You abandon your tribe and your, your tribe needs you. Mm-hmm. And the Indian says, Oh my god, you know, you're right. Oh my god, I, I 
I need to get home and help my tribe. This person is army officer from before and doing a damn thing this way. So, um, now, in, in, this, in this situation, the attached soul wasn't taking over the body necessarily. And no, in that situation, they hadn't uh, gone down to the heart chakra or anything like that. They just were at a distance following the the person around and trying to see situations that they could interact with the situation to destroy the person, the army officer. Now, how many people have a circumstance like that that they don't know about? What percentage? Well, we, don't, we, we don't list to chase uh, rainbows or <laughs> possibilities here. But if, if, if one has that kind of situation, someone who was a healer or a shaman could help by getting in contact with the abusive entity. Yeah, they could see the situation. Yeah. They, they could take a look at the situation and see an individual in that situation what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Because we have a person in our group that has done that for people, I believe. Successfully. What, that is for good people to free them? Yes. Okay. So, but I've observed this process and I, I never really took all this into consideration before, but I do now and I see how it works. Yes. So it's complex. It's not like the person is bad. But no, it's not. It's like the person is just trying to give the person the karma they deserve. Mm-hmm. Okay. And some t- there are some black magic groups, we'll call them, dark groups, that actually intentionally want to combine one soul into the body of another being. Is that right? We don't wish to uh, go into this dark side at this time. Okay. In any case, let's move on. And this whole idea of you come into this life and you have your DNA that's carrying from your past life. And it doesn't even mean it's an attachment, but it's like you have an experience level. And you could call it karma. Some people might call it karma. Somehow, you established a pattern in a past life that carries forward, and you don't want to repeat that pattern. You're on another track.
What's the remedy? Well, when it keeps coming up, oftentimes there may have been some incident. And when there's an incident, uh, something happens, and the person decides, well, the best way for me to handle that and come out okay is to, uh, like, disappear maybe. Or, or, you know, they get their own private, however they try to solve it. Mm-hmm. And so when that situation comes up again, they just disappear because that's what mm-hmm. worked for them before. Now, that's just a hypothetical example. Mm-hmm. But there can be big, big decisions um, based upon an outcome of a, a difficult trauma, and then they tap into that, and then they rely on this, uh, making the same outcome. Mm-hmm. They work before, so I'm going to do it again. <laughs> but no. uh, it's not necessarily Jesus. true. Jesus, Jesus was talked about in the Bible as being able to cast demons out of someone. And yes. I would, I would talked about that a bit this life. I mean, just in this show, mm-hmm. like the like the the young girl that's trying to make a good life this time has just now uh, acting like a demon from the last life attached to her. And that Jesus could come along and cast out the demon and then the girl would be fine. Did he cast out the demon by forcefully kicking it out or did he cast it out by talking to it and convincing it to leave? We would have to know the circumstance. We do not know. It could be different in different circumstances, yes. What is needed would be different. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when a person makes a connection with the Christ energy, which as we've talked about extensively in the past, and the Christ energy, according to our sources, is a six-dimensional, I call it a six-dimensional matrix that the Rod Group administrates. And I'm not sure that's exactly the best way to phrase it, but it's the way that I took it in and understood it. And when somebody connects with that matrix or that six-dimensional energy, how does that impact all of this, if it does? When somebody taps into the Christ consciousness and applies it uh, in their operation, in their life, uh, it begins to apply law of one and harmony and uh, begins to uh, straighten out their life. And the, um, the intruding influence would then go away. 
find not a comfortable landing place. And well, it, it does provide protection. The Christ energy does. Yes. Okay. And one way one can experience the Christ energy but still doesn't know how to maintain it in their being. I think that's quite common. And, you know, I quote Jesus here just because a lot of the things he said correspond with the work we're doing. So I do believe that the Ra group carries that six-dimensional matrix, and we're working with the Ra group here as well as the Elohim, which means that within our group, we are working with the Christ energy. Could we say that? Yes. Yes. And one of the main... One of the things that Jesus said was that when two or more are gathered in my name, I am also present. Yes. I don't think he meant his name as a physical body. I think he meant his name in when two are gathered in higher spirit. Yes. The Christ energy comes in. Yes. Which is one of the reasons there's so much loving energy on our whole planet healing calls, which we do every day at 7 p.m. Yes. And, and the people that come regularly are tuning into that energy and learning about it. Experientially, not because we're talking about it, but that energy is present and it creates a very loving energy amongst all the people in the group. But they may still not know how to carry that into their normal life. They probably don't. Well, you know, it it takes some uh, getting used to. For instance, if you you have a child, and your child gets bullied in school and beat up and everything, and you're trying to teach uh, love thy neighbor as yourself, and, and then uh, the child comes home and the child has beat the bully up, and you're really proud of them. And uh, so, um, so, so in with application, uh, things need to be addressed and looked at. Mm-hmm. Now, when the Christ energy comes in, is it a purely an energy matrix, or does it have beings attached to it? Your question seems too simple. Uh, is 
a matrix that when applied uh, results in certain results. Mm -hmm. But the rock group is not the matrix, but the matrix is connected to them. Is that accurate? They are not the matrix, but they can use the matrix. Okay. All right. Well, this is, this is a very deep and great session explaining things which people interpret as obstacles that they don't know how to get over. Yes. And that's the, goal, that's the goal here, to bring in understandings that can help people move through their obstacles, which can either be their own karmic pattern from the past, or it could be an attachment or attachments from the past. And it, they seem insurmountable for most people. They just learn to, to say, I mean, I went through periods like this, and I said, well, that's just how I am. I am this way. And uh, I didn't know it could be overcome. And I don't know how big our healing list is today. Let me ask Yeah, let's go into it. CJ, do you know how big the healing list is? Um, let's have a look. I think it's about six. Check. Seven. Eight. Eight people. Eight people. Okay. Okay, uh, maybe, maybe before, I think we have enough time to allow one or two questions from people in the topic we discussed. Is that okay with you, or would you prefer to go right to the healing list? All right. So you can ask questions. Okay. So, um... I am going to unmute everybody. All participants are muted. All participants are unmuted. Hi, can our sources speak on the planets aligning today? We have four planets in alignment today. Is there anything special? Uh, to attribute to that? Hmm. Uh, this is Terry. I would prefer to keep this to the subject matter that we covered. Thank you. I've got a question. Ask it on a Wednesday, okay? Was that Don? Yeah, I went. 
Um, my question is sort of, I don't have time to work it out, but uh, DNA is a changeable thing. Um, shouldn't people be able to overcome any of their DNA issues just by, by spiritual practices or something? Could, could we change our DNA and fix all of the problems with it? It seems like you could, like, uh, repair DNA. It would be possible to repair DNA. Right. I mean, I don't. I don't think we're like slaves to our DNA, are we? We're like a, could get above the whole. Process. No, it, it is immense system. You know, people go into intense spiritual practices. Often, intent, often create communities they live in where they can stay out of the negative influences that that impact their. DNA, and um, can you do it just by yourself, sitting there saying, I want to change my DNA? Uh, um, maybe. I mean, anything's possible. You might change your DNA by reading a book that taps into your particular distortions, and you get it, and your DNA maybe shifts. I don't know. What do our choices think about that? To me, it sounds like everything is all wrapped up together, so everything you do and think affects your DNA. So just yes. by correcting your thought and spirituality and stuff, it should uh, your DNA should automatically respond to that. Yes, that's correct. But it's easier said than done. And also, many people are... Well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Depends on the person. This is John. I'd like to ask Robert Group, do I have any curses on me? How do I remove them? Did you repeat the question? Yeah, this is John. Do I have any curses on me? Or uh, if so, how do I remove them? That would be a question for a Wednesday, probably. Okay. All right. Thank you. One more question. Okay. Well, thank you all for your questions. And um, I'm just curious. Did you find this to be an interesting topic today? Yeah, just that your voice was too low. <laughs> only problem. Sorry about that. Okay. So we're going to go on with the healing list and meet everybody. Now, when we do this list... All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. People turn in circumstances of all kinds that are problems to them or to someone they know. And when they put their energy and their information into this field, our sources take a look at it 
and they're going to make a comment. And you never know what they're going to say. Sometimes they'll say, we'll work on it. And, and the circumstance will sometimes dissipate in some way. Sometimes they'll say, take vitamin C. And you should do what they, I suggest you do what they say. And it may help. If you want to get on this list, there's a web page with a form on it. And the URL for that page, and I don't know if we're going to take any more today. Depends on the, the timing. Because we're going to, we want to stop at noon Pacific time. And we're on BBS and they're going to cut us off. If there's time, we'll add it today. But if there isn't, We'll add it next week and be sure and listen, okay? So is CJ there? I am here. So I'm going to turn it over to CJ, and she is going to go through the list. And, and our sources are going to make comments to each person through Terry. And if you're having issues, it can be any kind of issue. And people even put in uh, planetary issues. This is a great time to put it out and see if you can make any progress through the issue. And go ahead, CJ. Thank you. I would like to call in the love light of protection around each and every person on this healing list a subject of the healing list, listening to this call, listening to a replay, or reading a transcript. Gretchen Bickert from Mercer. Please put my health challenges into the light. Excuse excuse me just a second. That's Gretchen in Mesa, okay? Okay, thank you. Please put my health challenges into the light. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel the light and I'm grateful. Thank you. The light can read your health challenges and we send healing on the light to you. Thank you. Edna from Snohomish. Thank you, dear sources, for all the support and guidance. Today, I would like to concentrate and put into the light my job interviews with the Internet to strengthen the relationships between myself and the right company that I should work for. Sorry, I want to read that again. I made a mistake. 
thank you, dear sources, for all the support and guidance. Today, I would like to concentrate and put into the light my job interviews with the intent to strengthen the relationship between myself and the right company that I should work for. The intent is to get a job in the organization where I can make the most difference for the highest good of all involved. At the same time, having the opportunity to contribute to my continuum soul evolution. Thank you, Elohim, Ra, and Grace for all the support. Much love, Edna. Thank you. Thank you. And the stream of your gifts, we send it out to companies you may not know about who are looking for someone like you. Thank you. Thank you. Sija from England. Thank you to all of our beautiful friends in the higher realms for co-creating with us and helping us to manifest a beautiful new reality. I put into the love light any of my previous prayer requests that are important for the highest and greatest good. Thank you for sending loving and healing energy to Terry and for revealing to her the best ways that she can heal herself and resolve any issues that are in relation to her ability to heal. And I thank you. Thank you. We have pressed it and we have done it. Thank you. Thank you. John from Las Vegas. Please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for mass worldwide adoption, for privacy, and for them to be used as a monetary system that is free from capital gains tax and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. Thank you. Thank you. We see that this is a worldwide project covering many aspects. We put the education of people in the light so that they may know more about how to use it. Thank you. Thank you. Joel from Chicago. Joel is asking to be put into the love light as his body is expressing numbness in the arms and legs. Thank you. Thank you. We disconnect any effect from the environment with what you're experiencing and 
put for pure healing available to you. Thank you. Thank you. Shirley Openwella from Columbus requesting continued healing for self and my cats. I'll spell her cat's name Soapy S-O-A-P-I-E and Mr. Tiddles to eradicate skin parasites that are not acknowledged by the CDC and our healthcare system. Thank you. Love and light to all. Thank you. Thank you. There may be some uh, anti-parasite thing that could uh, apply. You, you might check that with the vet. Thank you. Thank you. Alan from Keyport, New Jersey. Thank you, my dearest and truly loving friends. I have no doubt you responded to my urgent request for grace again. There are no words to express my gratitude. Now my prayer and intention is that you will extend the same grace to Wynne and Terry. They continue to carry the work of love day in, day out, with very little financial support. You have told us there are millions of wanderers on this planet, yet often there are less than a hundred on a call. How do we turn this ship of state around without violating their free will? That being said, I place them both in love and in the love light. Thank you. Thank you. When you look at the people who would be interested in Hopana healing and work, uh, there are um, a great number of people who might express cursory interest, but people who are interested at a very deep level and, and can grasp the material, each one is precious. And as one is illuminated, all is illuminated. Thank you. Thank you. Joe from New Mexico. I call the whole of the positively orientated universe to offer a prayer for a well-being of our beautiful Mother Earth and her children now. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We take a look and we see that there are groups that would not wish that to go forward, but we put that forward in all ways, all times, to the help of all the people on earth. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
Coiny Petty. I'm going to spell her first name. C-O-I-N-N-E. Second name, Petty. P-E-T-T-E-Y. From I think her first name is Corinne. I don't think. Is that, could that be an R? No. C O C O I double N E. Queenie. We know who we we know who she is. Okay, and Sacramento, California. I would like to put my brother Cliff into the love light for healing. He had surgery to remove a portion of his kidney. A couple of years later, it was done on his other kidney. This happened several years back. A couple of months ago, his doctor noticed a small nodule in one kidney got slightly larger and it is malignant. Malignant. Fortunately, it is a slow-growing one. Today, his doctor wants him on daily dialysis right away. Please send healing energy to his kidneys as well as his heart, blood pressure and vital organs. Thank you very much for your help. Thank you. Thank you. We take a look. We work with it. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm just going to the top of the list, and there is one more in the list, but I don't know whether I should read it, Terry. Go ahead. Okay. This is from Edna from Snohomish. Putting Eric's father, Dave Bates, who deceased one week ago, into the light for strength and acceptance of his new situation. Thank you. Thank you. He is a strong man. Yeah, he is looking very well with it. Thank you. Thank you. That is it, Terry. Oh, my God, Terry, please get some rest. Please just get some rest and let win hamper you for a few weeks. <laughs> Thank, you, right. Thank, Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you, the Thank you. Thank you, the Royal Group. Um, thank you, Wynne, and thank you, Heist, and thank you, everyone on the call. Much love to everyone. And thank you, BBS. <laughs> Terry, don't forget to and check out... And everyone on BBS Radio. <laughs> don't forget to check out the thank pose you, of lion yoga position for your throat. Pose of the lion? Yeah, the yoga position. I appreciate that. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks, Don. Bye. Win. I thought I back I, to you. Before we um, close down our sources, if it's okay, I thought I would ask, I would make a comment.
for anyone who's thinking of putting themselves on the healing list. And uh, from my experience, it really helps to study our materials and come to our calls because it starts to create an energy connection with our sources that makes it easier for them to flow into your space. Now, um, instead of just saying, fix me, fix me, fix me, and you haven't developed a rapport, kind of like if you want to borrow money from someone, the chances are a stranger is not going to loan it to you. But if you have a rapport with someone where you have compassion for each other, they might do it, okay? Something like that. And um, we do 10 calls a week, and two of the calls have live channeling. And this is not a matter of educating yourself, although there is a certain amount of education. But within their communications, they have the essence of themselves. And even when you read the communications, you can tap into their essence. It's very possible. And when you do that, I mean, they have a, they, they said at one point, I can't remember whether it was the Rock group or the Elohim group, they said, as you study us, we study you. And the people that immerse themselves get better results than the people that just come in and say, fix me. And uh, just checking with my sources, am I accurate on that? Uh, that is correct. Okay. So take advantage of it. And if you... Thank you very much for being with us today and sharing what you did and and helping the people on the healing list. And um, I just wanted to say that all of our calls are posted on a website where you can pick from 2,000 different calls. And our calls on Sunday morning, like this one, and Wednesday evening at 6 p.m., the phone numbers to access these calls are on the website. And these two particular calls are also broadcast on PBS radio at 10 a.m. Pacific on Sunday and 6 p.m. Pacific on Wednesday. And our whole planet healing call, which is every night of the week at 7 p.m. Pacific, the phone number for that is also, is also 
on the spiritchannel.net. And on every one of those calls, we read an excerpt, one of our, a short excerpt from one of our previous sessions. And by listening to it over and over again, you really get to tune in to our sources. We don't channel on that call, but their energies are on the call. They're paying attention to the call. And we go through the things that are happening on our planet that would not have positive outcomes if they manifest. And we already have some of those things happening. And some of the negativity things you're seeing in life today are actually not just happenstance. They are actually part of planned intentions by negative sources. And um, in any case, let me see here. Uh, what time is it? It's 11.54. We have one minute. Is highs there on the line? Yes, man. Did you, did you end up getting on the console? Yes, thank you. Okay, do you want to play some songs? Yes, I do. Okay. You can stay on the line, and Heise is going to play some songs, and uh, and it's a good way to end the call. And on that note, I'm going to turn it over. Let me see now. I, I want to make sure we're off of BBS. You know what I can, <clears throat> can do is I can start with the, uh, some piano from Jim Leeds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. And I thank all of you for hanging in, and we put up with all our audio problems at the beginning of the call, and um, we're working on how to eradicate that forever, and I have an idea. And uh, for some reason, our Sunday call. You know, it's our highest energy call. We do a very long session with them. And um, it causes things to go wrong. And um, we have to just put up with it. And I know there's solutions, and I have an idea of how to work it out. Okay? And on that note, I'm going to unmute everybody. Hang on. Hang on. All participants are muted. All participants are unmuted. Hey, Wynn. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. All participants are muted. All participants are unmuted. Okay, you're all unmuted. Wynn? Wynn, I wanted to to make a suggestion. Uh, When you're calling in the light, uh, include the rest of the group. Did it just ask us for the light for you and, and Terry? I usually, the- I, usually, I usually say I'd like to call in the light for Terry and myself and everyone on this line. I didn't say that today. No, you just said Terry and myself. <laughs>
Oh, excuse me. It's, usually I say that. And I know. I was, Most of the time. I was, I was just so uh, trying to get the ship launched that I let it off. Let it go. <laughs> Sorry. Thank yeah, you I know. for commenting. Okay. Anyway, thank you from Seattle. Thank, thank you. you all. Happy Sunday. Thank, thank you, Thank you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you, Love you all. And you know, you all, you all are very important because you're helping to ground this energy into the planet just by showing up. It's a very easy way to be a very high service. And every person on our line who gets into the flow is making a huge difference, okay? So thank you for showing up. And uh, I'm turning it over to Hyde now. Thank and you to our sources. Okay. Yes. Love you all. This Another. session is no longer being recorded. Hello. I'm Jim Lee, solo pianist, and I have here about 10 minutes of my favorite melodies, and I hope you enjoy oh. them.